The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Front page of today's Irish Daily Mail has the headline Punished to Keep Rural Ireland in Irish Hands. Uh, because recently the Irish Daily Mail revealed plans to assess, sell thousands of acres to a British fund. And it says, Sonish to Michal Martin wants to explore alternatives rather than selling land to a British investment fund in order to help meet Ireland's climate targets. Independent TD Michael Fitzmaurice is with us. I know you've been keeping a close eye on this. What's your interpretation of what's going on here? First of all, we heard Quilcha announce earlier on last year that um, they were going to invest in 100,000 uh, hectares between now and 2050. Um, and no one took much notice, to be quite frank about it, because they understood that Quilcha was going buying this land themselves. Bear in mind that they have 440,000 hectares of land owned, um, which is a substantial amount of the, one of the biggest landowner in the state. And um, no one took uh, much notice. But then we were getting um, word that they were going to basically be teaming up um, with uh, an investment fund, um, which it has transpired they have. Um, And this investment fund is basically Gresham House. Quilcha from owning land is now going to be basically managers of what is bought. And and this is the big thing. The second part about this... Sorry, sorry, just just to clarify... It's not selling existing quilted land. No, no, land. no, 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 no. This is new this is land, new land that it wants to buy that, in partnership with this fund. Bear in mind, Matt, that most of this land will be in the northwest, the west, the southwest. It won't be the Golden Vale land because that it would be the top quality land um, that they wouldn't be fit to go in and buy. Um, but Quilcha uh, came into our committee. They were invited into our committee. They were saying that there were negotiations um, in relation to this. Quilcha own 440,000 hectares, but now they are going to be managers of this land. On top of that, Matt, Quilcha never drew uh, grants uh, in the line of the premium. They would have drawn the establishment grant in forestry, but now it transpires that the the fund that will buy it will be drawing probably, if you go on the numbers of hectares in the first tranche, something like you could get up to, and I'm not saying that they will just get this exact figure, but it could be 140, 150 million. But on top of that, and this is a real sore point with the Ag Committee, we were at pains trying to draw information out on the day, um, and we did ask them before they signed up with the investment company, would they come in and talk to us again to bring us up to speed on everything? But media have uncovered that um, Gresham House has bought uh, 1,100 acres um, that was bid on last July. Um, It was being registered in the Property Registration Authority on the 23rd of December. Um, They were into us on the 12th or 13th of December, so that just didn't happen in 10 or 12 days. So there was a lot of stuff going on that we were not privy to within in the committee. Okay, but why does this matter, Michael? Because it could be argued that Quilta needs to get the money to buy the land that we need for planting forests to actually deal with climate action requirements. Well, first of all... um, the 1,100 acres that are bought, Matt, is standing forestry. That is not going to contribute to our climate action figures and uh, because once it's f- five years are over, it's, it's basically already accounted for. So standing, la- standing trees are not going to be part of that. Uh, and that's what this, they made it very clear to us that there was going to be clean land. This is all standing land so far. The second part uh, about this is it's ironic that Quilcha owns 440,000 hectares. Um, they were able to buy land 
from when they were basically put together down through the years. Um, and timber was never at a higher price than it was over the last two years. Yes, it has dropped a bit now. Quilcha have a fair good amount of money in the kitty. But on top of that, there was also the opportunity, in my opinion, that we could deal with Irish companies here to work through this. Or if they went to politicians uh, and asked the question, would they be able to get funding uh, with the help of the Irish government? I think that would be workable for the simple reason um, Quilcha is recognised everywhere and respect it. But what has gone on now is that they are going to inflate the price of land in certain areas of the country. One in every two acres that will go for sale will be inflated. But on top of that, Matt, we should never be at this problem for the simple reason. Over the last six years, we have a huge drop in timber. The reason being that we had an incompetent department dealing with it that basically left farmers peeved with the way it was going on. You couldn't get a felon licence or you couldn't get a planting licence. If they worked with farmers, the Irish state, um, instead of creating an, an inflated bubble. And we have seen... Sorry, can we just I, clarify, though, that Quilta, as a semi-state body, is separate from the department, yeah, yeah, with whom I, a lot I, of farmers I, and I businesses have a, lot of it, have a lot of problems with the way, the slowness with which they have been dealing with licences. And so had Quilcha as well in, in relation to getting timber cut, but what I am stating is if the state was worried about the Climate Action Plan, they would be able to work with farmers in speeding up licences at the moment. To put it very simple, if you're worried about climate change, Matt, and you want to go down that road, the bottom line on it is you have to have uh, a package in place. Today, there is no package in place for any farmer that wants to apply today. Yes, if you had an old existing licence for planting, you could. But if you plan, if you put it in today, the new package of the 1.3 billion, there is nothing there at the moment. Okay, we're going to have a guest from Quilton in a moment. But my understanding, Michael, is that under the Climate Action Plan up to 2050, about four fifths of the extra forestry that we need in the country is going to have to come from private sources outside of Quilta. Now, Quilta doesn't, in my understanding, have the financial advantages that those other companies or farmers would have in drawing down EU funds. Is this not a clever way, this fund with Gresham House, not a clever way of putting together the money to buy the land to plant new forests as required under the Climate Action Plan? But Matt, um, you're going from being an owner of land to be a manager. You're going to be a tenant. And this is what our semi-state company is doing. It's like a main contractor going to be a subway. And when you look at... Sorry, for the additional land, not for the land that he owns already. Yeah, for the additional land, this is what I'm talking about. And second of all, the grants that will come in is going to leave this country. The land ownership will not be owned by Quilcher. Now, that is a damning indictment of our state that some um, company from another, a different country, is going to own our land. And it is basically a huge sellout. And on top of that, Matt, we should have, what have we learned? You have covered it many times, in fairness to you, the difficulty with investment funds that came in in relation to the property bubble that was created. We are now heading down the same road with this way this quilcher is going at the moment. Okay, but this Gresham House Company, has it not actually got 25 million cornerstone investment from the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund, another state body? Correct, you're right in that, Matt. And we have written, or they are getting letter in relation to um, the regulation and in relation to basically the prudence of that, because 12 of the 15 years grants can be drawn, but we are very unsure 
under the terms and conditions at the moment how the other three years will be drawn and I think that will raise financial questions once we go at that as well. Listener here makes an interesting comment. Irish people would love to invest in owning land, much like an SSII scheme, plenty of money in Ireland to keep it Irish. Mark Harlan, Managing Director of Quilta. Given that you are a substantial landowner and forestry owner in this country, if you're looking to expand, why don't you do it out of your own financial resources rather than becoming a subcontractor for a foreign-owned fund? Good afternoon, Matt. Well, I think it's um, it's important to start with why the fund was created in the first place. And it's critical that Ireland achieves its climate action targets. And planting new trees, we all understand, is a wonderful way of tackling climate change. It's really to do with the size of the challenge. We, in Ireland, have a long-term target of reaching 18% forest cover in Ireland. We're only at 11% at the moment. That will entail the creation of another 450,000 hectares of forestry. This fund uh, will look to acquire and plant around about three to 4,000 hectares of new forest. So it's a small but important step forward. But it's important to, to know that that's, about, that's less than 1% of the overall target. So it's, it's, a, it's an important step. But really, when you look at the overall scale, it's critical that everyone is involved. Farmers are going to have the lion's share here. They're the biggest landowner. So clearly, they're going to have uh, um, a major opportunity here in terms of afforestation. But given the scale of the challenge, it's important that private forestry companies and the state forester, Quilter, are also involved in tree planting and afforestation. And this fund is one of the many ways in which Quilter can help meet our climate action goals. But that doesn't answer the question I asked you, is why don't you do it with your own resources rather than getting involved with a fund that you effectively become a subcontractor to, that you operate and manage, uh, go and identify land as well for them, but don't buy it yourself. Well, there's two reasons for that. And I think it's it, the first one is, is the scale that I mentioned. Um, with the climate action targets, we have to take urgent uh, action on that. We have to in- significantly increase planting. So the scale of that, the, the capital that the uh, produces will not allow us to do that at scale. Um, it's important that we use third-party capital that we can do this. Sorry, you're saying basically you don't have enough money? Not to do, not to operate this at scale. It's extremely expensive to buy land and to plant forestry. There's two aspects to that. First is, is we need to do it. We need to do it quickly and urgently, as I said. Therefore, we need to leverage third-party capital. That's a smart way of doing it. The other thing, which you've mentioned yourself, is nobody is doing afforestation, planting trees in Ireland without grants, and Quilta cannot avail of grants. So it Why is not? economic and unfeasible because of state aid rules. So we've been asked many times uh, why Quilter is not participating in afforestation, creating new forests and planting trees. And that's one of the main reasons is the scale of the challenge and the cost and access to, to, to grants. So this is a smart way of putting a fund in place using third party capital and that can then leverage grants. It's also important to note the, uh, the capital that we're talking about here. ISAF are the cornerstone investor. The Ireland Strategic Investment Fund are the cornerstone investors. The Irish state is investing in this. There's a majority of other Irish investors as well. Forestry is a great long-term, low-risk uh, investment and it's attracting pensions, so there'll be plenty of opportunity for Irish capital to flow into this as well. Quilta's role here is the... Sorry, excuse me. If, that, if that's the case, Mark, why wasn't an Irish asset manager which was given the job of doing this and told to use Irish money rather than giving it to a London-based fund? Well, it it comes down to um, working with a partner. And when we looked at um, 
what, what we need to do in terms of using third party capital um, under the um, Alternative Investment Fund Management Directive, we have to use a regulated fund manager. Um, Gresham are a vastly experienced fund manager, uh, in, particularly in forestry and, and uh, timberlands. Uh, so they have, they have a skill set that we need to leverage, and they're already um, uh, the largest uh, private uh, forest manager in UK, and they already have a presence in Ireland. So they were here, and they're also uh, regulated, and they're vastly experienced in sustainable and renewable investments like this. But the capital that they're using, the cornerstone investor, is the Irish uh, Strategic Investment Fund and other Irish investors as well. What type of trees will be grown? Will it be Sika spruce, or will you go for broadleaves? Well, I think within this fund, I think that the best way to answer that is to go back and, and talk about our overall strategy, which we announced last April. And that strategy at that stage was to articulate clearly that because of the climate emergency, that Quisa, the state forester, needed to get back into afforestation. And we set a very long-term target, planted a flag to say we, we, we need to be doing around about 100,000 hectares of, of new forests. And at that stage, we said that the mix would be 50-50, 50% uh, native woodlands uh, to give us biodiversity benefits, climate benefits, recreation benefits, but also then 50% productive forests. So that's the, that's the good thing as well about this fund is that it will be able to, it will be able to in conjunction with other vehicles as well, be able to deliver a good mix of, of 50% native woodlands, 50% productive forest, so that we're delivering forestry for climate, for nature, for wood and for people. And what about, are you not concerned about selling Irish land to foreigners? Well, the, the, the ownership of the land will be the fund and the investors in the fund will have the beneficial ownership. And as, as I've said, the majority uh, of, of capital flowing into this is Irish capital. However, I keep going back to the scale of the ch- challenge here, 450,000 hectares entirely for Ireland. Quita need to contribute to that and contribute at scale. We're going to need capital. It's very capital intensive. We're going to need absolutely Irish capital, but also international capital as well. Okay, thank you very much for that, Mark Carlin, Managing Director of Quilta. I'll give you a brief last word on Michael Fitzmaurice, Independent TD. Has that clarified things for you? No, it has clarified absolutely nothing. First of all, Mark said early on, if you listen to the conversation, that uh, it was minuscule, it was 1%. Well, if it's minuscule and 1% uh, at the price timber was, Quilta were able to buy their land up uh, down through the years to 440,000 acres, and uh, they're not able to do it now. Something raised a question there. Um, what is the circumstances? I think the minister should do a full review of standing timber and and the, basically they have a 30-year process. Quilch, I think that an independent person should be going in there. Second of all, Matt, the facts are, whether we like it or whether we don't, the grants that's going to be drawn on the land, the name on the land, is the grants are going to go across the water to an English investment fund. End of story. There's no ifs or buts about that. Uh, and second of all, the land will be owned um, like what has been registered in the PRA. Have a look at what was registered in Tipperary um, on the 1,100 acres. It has been, it is uh, a, a totally different name to Quilcha, and I'll tell you, it's not Irish. So okay. the questions that I raise have not been answered. We at committee are meeting Monday in relation to this. Jackie Cahill, our chairman, has followed this up. Um, and uh, Matt Carty and every one of us and we expect that we will get answers but I think that the Minister for Agriculture needs to intervene immediately and the Thornishta instead of looking at reviews should put a full stop to this at the moment and we get the answers because the one thing we cannot allow do is farming families in the west northwest, southwest and the Midlands be driven out of their farms because that's where the land is of less quality and on top of that Matt we need to protect 
um, the land in Ireland that Irish people at least might own it. Thank you. Okay, we'll keep an eye on this one. Michael Fitzmaurice, Independent TD, and before that we had Mark Carlin, Managing Director of Quilta. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.